never froze up on me. Do y'all even remember the dog pound? That song was so important. Big Pimpin', shout out to Corrupt, shout out to Daz Dillinger, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the original Death Row. Thank you for listening to FarsideTV.com. You are locked into Side Life Radio. And as always, I'm your host, Adisa the Bishop, a.k.a. the Black Dragon of the West Side, a.k.a. Zato Ichi, a.k.a. the South Bay Shogun, 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 a.k.a. the Iron Hook Assassin, a.k.a. the Black Cortez Killer. Ain't nobody triller than me, homeboys and girls. Bishop Chronicles is the world's first, singular, first ever, never happened before as podcast, giving you West Coast perspectives on hip hop, MMA, and health and fitness trends. Ain't nobody out there lacing your cranium with this here vibranium like Adisa the Bishop. So check it out, check it out. You can be down now. Or you can bow down later. Cause the West Coast, oh jeez, we stay greater. Jeez, stay greater. Jiffy, 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 jeez, stay greater. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for turning in today. Now I mean, if this is your first time listening, have a seat. And understand. This may not be the best thing. But a show enough is the best thing. But a show enough is the West. Ah, but a show enough. Show enough. I said, but show enough is the West thing. Mm. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so thank you for listening. I hope you're having a dope week. I hope your dope day turns into a dope week. You know what I mean? Because it's almost the end of the year. And if you had a, you know, a, a, a month or a week or a year that sucks, I'm hoping it gets better for you. Before we jump all the way off into this episode, though, I do need you to do me a favor, and you know what it is. So do it, and then pass the word on to your homeboy or your homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, here's what needs to happen. Spotify, iTunes, or Mixcloud, click, boom, bink, get in there, hit subscribe, and then after you've subscribed, if you're on uh, 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 iTunes or, or Mixcloud, leave a comment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Adisa hella cool, man. It's full hella, you know what I mean? Boop. I lost 10 pounds listening to what you're talking about, OG. Thanks a lot. Boop. You know what I mean? Now that I'm reading this book, you know what I'm saying? Player doing good in the life. You know what I'm saying? All good, all good in the life. Boop. That's all I need you to do. So just do it, blood. Stop acting like you can do it. And then pass the show on to one person. I got so much good feedback off that Cage Against episode. Like, no joke. You know what I'm saying? And that last uh, UFC BMF challenge. You know what I'm saying? So I hell of appreciate all of y'all. You know what I mean? All of y'all. Oh, before I forget. Listen, we got an official Bishop Chronicles IG, finally. Why didn't we do this before, blood? Yeah, Mike said it was my fault. He's probably right. In any case, Bishop Chronicles, at Bishop Chronicles. You know what I mean? Going to start populating that with a lot of madness. So please, if you follow me already, at Real Hip Hop Chess, please follow there. I know it's just a click, Bishop Chronicles. Just hook hook your boy up. And I'm going to be putting not just stuff like that. I got some stuff, man. You don't even understand, blood. 
You don't even understand, blood. Me and Mike, huh? Me and Brown, huh? Yeah, we've been talking. We got some plans for 2020, boy. You fixing to see straight. You know what I mean? Huh? You fixing to see straight in 2020 messing with us. You know what I mean? Trust me, though. I'm serious. Follow on IG, at Bishop Chronicles. It's going to be live. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for heartbeat props. Uh, as you know, we like to give props to people while they're alive. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what heartbeat props are for. And right now is the moment where you take five minutes to call three people you care about today. Let them know that you care about them and tell them why you care about them. You know what I'm saying? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Right. Especially because we're getting towards the end of the year. The real reality is what? You know, I've told you I've been studying um Stoic philosophy, right? Memento mori. Remember death. You know what I'm saying? Um, I told you just a few months ago, there was a guy died on the train right in front of me, tried to give him CPR. He didn't make it. And um, after a certain point, while I was pushing on his chest, like, I really didn't think he was alive anymore. But like, I wasn't really sad for him. I was, I was sad thinking about the, the people that loved him that were waiting for him to come home, right? Some kids waiting for their dad to come home or, you know, they're expecting to go somewhere with them after work. The wife who just finished making all this food or whatever. And um, you have to give thanks to people while they're here. It's a big deal. So that's what Heartbeat Props is about. You know what I'm saying? Really kind of acknowledging that. So to do, I'm, I'm serious. Take a minute to call some people that you care about. Um, and only do it for five minutes. It doesn't have to be, you know, long, whole Oprah Winfrey shows of conversation. But just let them know that you care about them and, and, and let them know something specific about why. You know what I mean? So uh, Heartbeat Props on this one goes to Sergio Silva. My dude, you know what I'm saying? Um he throws all of the dope tournaments in the Bay, you know what I'm saying? Jiu-Jitsu by the Bay, and he's a hell of a black belt, and he's one of the main big philanthropists in the Jiu-Jitsu community from way back, you know what I'm saying? I talked to you about fight philanthropy. I, I, I made that name up. Everybody sit back. I made that name up. But my point is, for real, for real, uh, you know, uh, me, him, Gumby, and a couple other people really planted a lot of the first seeds for using jujitsu for philanthropic purposes. That's a real deal. You can look into it. You can ask Sim Go back back in the day. You know what I'm saying? HHCF, Sim Go. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to Omar and some other folks, for real. You know, raised a lot of money over the years. Jiu-Jitsu, just the bay. Just the bay. Raised a lot of money for Haiti, for for Brazil, for lots of, you know, for, for different hurricanes and, and natural disasters here in North America, man. So, um, Sergio, man, much love to you, man. Uh, look him up, follow him, and and support that dude. Then I'm giving another shout to Anthony at the UFC gym in San Bruno. Um, I taught there on Friday, and I, I'm teaching again uh, on Monday. By the time you hear this, it'll, I'll have already taught. But, uh, you know, just been doing more subbing over there at the UFC gym in San Bruno. Shout out to Steve and everybody else over there. Um, I love that gym. I love that gym. I have so much fun. Um, it's a great place. Now, my last uh, word of props is actually going to some animals. It's not going to uh, it's not going to anybody in particular. Basically, I was going down the street and I have a real belief that like when you're at peace with yourself and you're centered, that animals, they don't run from you as much. I'm not on some weird like uh, talk to the animals ass vibe. But what I'm saying is like, you know, um, like Bobby Fisher, as off putting as he could be to some people. 
Like if you look up his life and you look up, there's a book, uh, a, f- a photography book about him. Man, this dude, like wild horses would come up to him. I'm a believer. Like if you're someone that cats like, if you're someone that dogs like um, and birds and stuff like that, that that's something special about your spirit. So anyway, I was walking down the street and um, there was a group of crows and I like crows and ravens like immensely. And um, when I walked by, they didn't go anywhere. And I want to thank them for not taking off. I know that might sound stupid, but it's true. Now it is time for West Coast Word of the Week. As you know, we've been doing regions, areas, cities, sets. All right? Swampy desert. Swampy desert. Swampy Desert is an area of San Francisco also known as Sunnydale. Hella dangerous, bro. <laughs> My boy's brother, hey, 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 he was walking through there trying to go to some girl's house, blood, and, and they ran up on him, bro, and they stripped him and they made him walk out, out the Swampy Desert with his drawers and no shoes or pants. But I think they let him keep his shirt. I don't remember. So, if anybody tells you that they just got to pick something up, but it's over by the swampy desert. Stay woke. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to look at, you know, I've been, uh, listen, it is essentially Christmas season already. Go on Amazon, get Bobby, Bruce, and the Bronx, The Secrets of Hip Hop Chess. Go get that. Get that for yourself for the holidays. Huh? Hanukkah's coming. What are you giving people, bruh? You know what I'm saying? Christmas, bruh. All right? Kwanzaa, pass on Bobby Bruce in the Bronx, The Secrets of Hip Hop Chess. It's on Amazon. Get a copy for yourself. Get a copy for somebody you love. And right now, we're going to dive in to worksheet number nine, The Chess Clock. This is the only um, lesson in the HHCF philosophy that doesn't have questions after it. Only worksheet number nine. Here we go. In the HHCF methodology, the, class, the chess clock represents death, the finality of life. This is not meant to be morbid, but a solid reminder of the limits of time on your existence. It represents the precious nature of opportunity and abilities. If you play chess on the clock, you go for a set period of time. If neither of you checkmate the other, whoever runs out of time first loses. In truth, time is an illusion. The clock is nothing more than man's crude attempt to track infinity. We will never be able to do that. All we can do is try to measure our time on earth in a way that makes sense to us. The one who lost time on the board may have figured out the exact way to beat their opponent, but if they run out of time, it does not matter. Prisons and hospital beds are packed with people who waited too long to take accomplishing their goals seriously. Something happened that really set them back. Now, there is no more time. Take advantage of right now. It is the only moment of which you are sure exists. Embrace now, because one day your heart will stop. I hope that when that moment comes, you're at peace with your time spent on earth and took in as much of the beauty and opportunities as you could. That's a very serious lesson. I want you to think about that. And now it is time for the jujitsu haiku. 
A haiku is a three-line poem made of the first line has five syllables, the second line has seven syllables, and the third line again has five. So it's five, seven, five. They do not have to rhyme, but most of mine do. This particular jujitsu haiku is inspired in large part by Quentin Tarantino's blockbuster hits, Kill Bill and Kill Bill Volume 2. Mike, on this one, I need some taiko drums, bro. Can I get some taiko drums? That's my big exhale and outhale. You know, you know what I'm talking about, the breath. In any case, it is now time for the haiku. I walk on the way. All day I strike like Pai Mei. Embody revenge. <laughs> what? Did you peep that? Let's take that in, huh? Everybody be still, bro. Be still. Listen, bro. Listen to the Jujitsu Haiku, bro. The Kill Bill edition. I walk on the way. All day I strike like Pai Mei. Embody revenge. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put that in your kimono and smoke it. Nah, I mean. Anyway, thank you for listening to the haiku. I encourage you to send me a haiku at Bishop Chronicles on IG. I'm gonna start posting haikus on there, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's do the the jujitsu chess and 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 wisdom haiku community. You know what I mean? Where we're just gonna kick science. You know what I mean? Let's do it. So what have I been up to? Let me tell you. Y'all know I love to talk about hip hop, chess, and martial arts, but I also love technology. And if you don't know, now you know. You should definitely check out the uh, terrorism and technology episode with me and Scott Budman talking about bulletproof hosting and the morality issues that deal with the evolution of technology, bruh. Like, that's a sick episode. Shout out to Scott Budman. But, um, man, CoBiz opened up in Richmond, California. I don't know how much you know about Richmond. Richmond is a beautiful city, but it's also seen a lot of rough times over the years. And... Um, Man, how can I say this? Like, CoBiz is right on time for helping close the digital divide in the Bay Area. So essentially, CoBiz is kind of like what you would expect, what you think that, 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 that brand name means. It's basically a place where people can go if you're trying to create a business or if you have a business, you need help with business plans, you're in seek of funding, you're trying to create prototypes of pro products, whether those things are like podcasts or video things or whatever. CoBiz is where you can make that happen. It is a fantastic facility. Go right now. Right now to cobizrichmond.com. Check it out. Cobizrichmond.com. Look at that site. Look at what's in there. Look at all the potential. I'm telling you, someone big is gonna come out of Cobiz. I can already tell. And you know what's dope? At the opening, um, MC Hammer was there. People be trying to clown, oh go hammer, he lost hella money. But this dude, hell of bounce back. I don't care what nobody's talking about, bro. Like, not only did he bounce back a long time ago, a lot of people don't realize that he is an investor in some dope-ass companies. And so he came through and he gave a keynote um, 
And it was real inspirational, man. It was real inspirational. And if you are an entrepreneur or if you are someone who has kids or students that are working on projects and want to like create businesses for themselves immediately, you need to take them to Cobiz as soon as possible. And I want to shout out the following people for inviting me and helping me understand not only how amazing it is, but why it's important. Not that I didn't know, but they really brought some some wisdom home. I'm shouting out Lily. I'm shouting out Brett. I'm shouting out Christine. I'm shouting out Wesley Alexander, the CEO of CoBiz. Wesley, man, congratulations, bro. This is amazing and it's right on time. The world needs CoBiz, no doubt. So what else have I been up to? Uh, what am I listening to? Um... Yo, even though it's not a new song, I've been listening to Paddock Water. I think it's, um, is it Offset and, um, and Young Thug? <laughs> Yo, I don't even know one lyric from that song, bruh. Paddock Water is hard. <laughs> Yo, outside of that, I've really just been listening to a lot of Woods. Woods Lo-Fi. L-O-F-I. Um... You spell his name W-0-0-D-S, Woods. Yo, he got this thing called, I think it's just called like a fall lullaby or autumn lullaby. Yo, I can sit and vibe out to that for hours, hella hours. And um, it's just amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Um, I've been just laying low pro, a lot of lo-fi, man. I came across a crazy, like, lo-fi mix on YouTube. I'm slipping. I will get it to you. Um, But it's got, like, 2 million views. It's called, like, the best trip-hop lo-fi whatever mix. And it's got, like, a painting of a dude smoking a cigarette, like, exhaling. He's got glasses on. I think his hair is blonde. Out of control. So good. I played that, like, five times in a row, like, five days in a row. Um, what am I watching? Nothing still. What am I reading? You know what I'm reading? The Art of War. I'm supposed to be reading a new book right now, but I put it on pause so I could read The Art of War. Not for any other reason than I feel like it's time to do that right now. I don't know why. I just feel like it's really time to do that right now. I can't say it's for jujitsu. I can't say if it's for my mental or emotional self or spiritual self, but I was compelled to read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. And it's funny because my father bought me a dope copy of this book that I've read already like 10 or 11 times. And um, I've been real deliberate in reading it. I've got a great translation. I've got, it's got like gold, gold leaf edges. Sick. Um... So I just been reading that and just rehabbing my arm, you know. Um, but that's from reading the Art of War. But that's just just for review this week. And then I'm gonna jump into a new book, and I'll tell you about that book next week. Um, so man, let's talk about Kanye West real quick. Um, I'm worried about Kanye. I've done I think two episodes on this dude maybe already, and. I think on the first one, I was trying to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And then later, uh, I was like, what the hell's going on? He's hanging out with Trump and wearing MAGA hats. And then I thought he had wisened up. Remember when he was going back and forth with the, with the guy from TMZ? And it was looking like things were going to be cool. You know, it was looking like things were going to be cool. And then, 
look, we just have to start with the idea that like this dude needs a lot of psychological help. I think a lot of people are enjoying this moment because they think it's funny. It's not funny to me. I think this dude needs psychological help. I think that however entertaining this is for whoever it is entertaining for, I don't really find it entertaining. I think that you are about to see the fall of a man and it is going to be unfun when he hits the bottom. I don't know where his friends are. I remember when I was younger, and I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, that I thought that a lot of the people at Electra Records didn't look out for ODB. That they were like, yo, I love you, dirty, blah, blah, blah. All these people inside the label, but they didn't really care about him. And later, although I still feel that way about them, I learned from RZA and other people in the clan that ODB was very hard to control, that he wasn't, you know what I mean? He wasn't, um, he was truly a free spirit. Right? Maybe Kanye is this way. Maybe Kanye is this way. But someone that loves him needs to get a hold of him and hold him tight and help wake him up because he seems on a bad path. This dude's talking about calling himself the Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. He has been completely weaponized against black people by the hard right. This dude's talking crazy every week from, oh, I don't really like how my uh, wife dresses in public sometimes. Blood, you married Mary Magdalene. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? How did you first learn about her, player? The same way most of us did. Ray J's video. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. I'm not saying he's not a sincere Christian. Because that would be impossible for me to prove and it would be wrong of me to accuse. However... Recently, there was some clip of him with a white dude dressed like Jesus on stage. And I'm like, blood, I know you know better, blood. What are you doing, blood? I mean, I don't have to go too hard in the paint on how white supremacy has harmed black America within the spectrum of Christian thought. You know, if you read the Bible, it tells you that Jesus didn't have white skin. It tells you that. But black people have been so brainwashed by this version of Christianity. Understand, I am not anti-Christian at all. And I never have been. I was raised Christian. When I was a youngster, you know where I went to? I went to Roger Williams Christian Academy in South San Francisco. And Pastor Larson, I'm looking at the Bible he handed me when I was nine years old. He taught me good things about Christianity. And I consider myself a pretty faithful Christian in the bulk of my life until I until I converted. My point is simply that I don't have any problems with Christianity. You know, like on a like I'm trying to convert people to Islam or whatever. 
When I tell you that I have problems with Kanye having a white Jesus on stage, I have a problem with that because that is part of the white supremacy reinforcement that that the that the American Christian theology has kept embedded. This is why Malcolm X had problems with the church when he was young. This is why so many black people today uh, in the church uh, will follow openly racist people, but because they don't worship just like the idea of a white savior. They worship the white man for real. I need you to be clear about that. And I'm talking about some of y'all aunties and some of your grannies. You understand me? I'm being very serious. And this is not an attack on Christianity. Listen to the book of Daniel 10.6, talking about the way that Jesus looked. His body was like barrel, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze. And the sound of his words were the noise of a multitude. Burnished bronze? That don't sound like nothing milky white. Everybody knows what's up. But black people like Kanye West will read that out of the Bible and still pray to a white man and wish a white man would come out of the sky and help him. And he still hasn't yet. White man ain't helping him in Chicago. He surely ain't coming about the sky for him. Come on, Kanye, bruh. Right? Now, black people will get mad at you if you read that Bible verse to him. You know what I mean? Or Jeremiah 10, 1 or no, 2 through, two through 5. Listen, listen, listen before Christmas starts. Learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of these people are false, a tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hands of a craftsman. Men deck it with silver and gold. They fasten it with a hammer and nail so that it cannot move. Their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field. They cannot speak. They have to be carried for they cannot walk. Be not afraid of them for they cannot do evil. Neither is, neither is it in them to do good. Bruh, if you got a Christmas tree in your house, you wildin', bruh. That's what the Bible say. All right. Now, my grievances against the white supremacist theology of Christianity in America is not my belief on Christianity as a whole. I'm not going to get into all of it right now, but I'm just going to say for those that are interested, you have to ask yourself, why is there an Egyptian obelisk in the Vatican? How did it get there? Who took it there? And with what purpose? And why would a pagan quote unquote symbol need to be the centerpiece of the Catholic Church. It's just something to think about. If Jesus is depicted in this way in the Bible, why is he painted like a hippie from Haight-Nashbury with blue eyes, white skin, blonde hair, sometimes Sandy Brown? If you want to look more into Christianity, you're going to have to look into the Coptic Church. You're going to have to look into Christianity the way Africans practiced it before they came into contact with white people and white supremacy. You'll learn more than you think if you look sincerely enough. And again, this is not an attack on Christianity. This is me telling you that what Kanye West is selling his own people is the most dangerous form of Christianity in the world. 
Because it's the same Christianity that Dylan Roof believes, I bet you. It's the same Christianity that the guy that ran over the girl with that car in, uh, was that was that South Carolina? Yeah. All right? You got to wake up, man. If you think I'm playing and I don't know what I'm talking about, you can read Soldiers of God, a very expensive book that I read when it was brand new about the Christian identity movement. And if you think that your president is not aware of the Christian identity movement, may be a practitioner. If his Christianity don't look like something you recognize, it might not be an accident. So when I look at Kanye West right now and I say, wow, look at this dude, man. He is tripping. Look at this dude. All of these evangelicals are jumping all over him so that he can sell his youth poison. I am really disappointed and scared for this man. I don't even blame him. I just know he's vulnerable. But more than that, our children's minds are vulnerable. I heard the gospel album. It's okay. Do I like it? It's cool. I don't think it's better than the Como Mamas song called Out of the Wilderness. Go to YouTube right now. Pull up Out of the Wilderness by the Como Mamas. And you tell me if that band ain't killing it more than James Brown and all these women don't sound better than the favorite lady at your favorite church. And she sounds great. Don't sound better than Naomi Shelton and the Gospel Queens. Huh? What have you done? What? Come on now. Come on. What have you done? Y'all don't know that song? Listen, you're not talking to some average dude who's Muslim, bruh. I actually grew up Christian. I grew up with real, beautiful gospel. And I still listen to it right now. Because that's what I was raised on. I love it. And that's why I don't love what I see from Kanye. I recognize, you know, one of the things that I really give uh, Cornell West, the only West I really recognize, ding, um, Cornell West, you know, he talks about the value of Christianity in, in black America, that, you know, the church was a place where people not only learned to read, the first book they read was the Bible. That's where people got married. That's where people learned to vote and get involved in the political processes. And this is what Dr. King and so many of that era brought. It's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, okay? What the black church originally gave, right? Which is why people will be like, yeah, you know, all the, all, you know, Dr. King was a, was a, was a Republican and so was, so was um, Frederick Douglass. Yeah, bro, different party, with different goals. And so is the Democrats. And that's why black people can't get caught up in these labels, man. You cannot get caught up in the labels. You do what needs to be done for your people in that moment. I don't care about no parties, bro. Because Democrats and Republicans have betrayed black people when it's fit them. And so now I'm looking at Kanye West. I'm looking at that album. I'm knowing his gospel is cool. It ain't messing with the people I just mentioned, bro. Not at all. It ain't messing with BB and CC Winans when they was in the zone. Go listen to Spirit, the remix of Spirit from Force One Network. What? With the Winans on there. Out of control. My point is simply this I know my Bible. 
I know black people. I know how much black people love their Bibles. I love my Bible a lot. This book, man, I got it from Pastor Larson when I was nine. I haven't forgotten it. I go through it all the time. And that's why I get worried when I see, you know, people like Kanye West selling the worst white supremacist versions of Christianity to lost black children. And understand, it's just as dangerous as any deranged version of Islam or Judaism or some buckwild cult. Anything can be a cult. Uh, most political and religious things tragically are in the end. The Bible is a beautiful book. There's a lot of wisdom in here. There's a lot of wisdom in here. And because of so much of the stuff that's happened in the world, how much damage the Muslims, the Christians, and the Jews have done to the world and each other. They make it hard for people in this time of the year especially to feel faithful. But what there's beautiful things in the Bible. There's beautiful things in the Torah. There's beautiful things in the Quran. And this is why Kanye concerns me. Because he's letting those that have abused and ignored us the most, he's selling us their ideas. It's not okay what he's doing. And I feel like it's going to end really, really bad for him. The fact that he wants in his title the words Christian and billionaire and genius. What is that? Huh? Why does he need that? First of all, I'm not even sure he really does. I've been wondering if he's just like trolling just to watch everybody flip. But they're flipping, Kanye, and they're flipping because they're afraid of you because you're unstable. Because ever since your mother passed away, you just haven't been right. Because you need therapy and time away from cameras, from recording studios. You need time away. I still swear, man. If anybody would let me hang out with Kanye just for a month, man, just give him some jujitsu. Give him some good food. You see how he's all bloated? He don't look healthy and happy, man. Get him some yoga. I got, I got healing elements for him. I could help him authentically. And I'm not talking about help him, yeah, help him become Muslim. No. I'm talking about I know amazing Christians who could help him refine his faith without losing himself, without, you know, losing a lot of beautiful people around him. I don't think he's gonna be able to stay the same way on this path and preserve a lot of the people close to him. I worry about him because I feel like he's being used by Trump in the right. And I feel like at the end of the day, we're really gonna regret not doing more to help him. Just like we all really regret not doing more to help ODB. We wish we did more for, for Pac and Big when they were having their problems. We wish we would have done more. Right? This is what happens, man. I'm really worried. I think this is an ugly time. I think he's being used. And I think we need to be ready for something unpredictable to happen with him and to him.
I got a bad feeling and I don't like it. In closing, let us all wish the best for Kanye West, but mostly let's hope for authentic internal healing from whatever traumas he's endured or is enduring. And let's hope that those who are using him can be exposed and he can be more free to be the best Kanye he can be for himself and his family first and God, of course. Not for his fans, not for whatever. Can you listen to Kanye right now? I can't even listen to his music right now, bro. Like nothing. Even Jesus Walks, which is my favorite song from him. That in the corner, I think. Well, yo, before we go, I got to tell you something. If you're in the Bay, um, there is a new book coming out by an amazing watercolorist named James Gales. James Gales is an unbelievable African-American watercolorist. And he's put a new book together out on Pochino Press. And it's called Reflections, The Creative Process. Um, And on Thursday, November 14th, from 9 to 6 at Oakstop in Oakland. At Oakstop, uh, he's going to do a book signing and there's going to be some readings. And one of the readings will be from me. I'm one of the contributing authors to the book, Reflections, The Creative Process. And it's pretty cool. I'm super excited. Uh, there's an amazing portrait of B.I.G. in there. Unbelievable. And uh, I'm super juiced. So I hope to see you on November 14th from 6 to 9 at Oak Stop. Before we get up out of here, I'm going to give you the quick health talk, right? Um, It's fixing to be Thanksgiving and Christmas. There's hella sugar around. I have slipped a lot eating sugar, way more sugar than I have. However, I've also been really trying to counterbalance my sugar intake with sincere cardio, yoga, meditation, right? Like understand that if you're going to slip a little, Be patient with yourself. This is the holiday season, the worst season to be trying to stay fit because it's cold. You want to be inside. You want to do less. You got to work harder to work out on your own. Uh, Sometimes you may need to work out at home, right? Uh, Drink lots more water than you normally have because a lot of sicknesses are going around. So you got to keep your hands clean, 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 clean. Have your hands clean. Um... Make sure you're drinking water. Make sure you're drinking tea. Try to stay away from too much alcohol. Try to stay away from uh, too much meat. But what I really wanted to tell you was uh, I was actually getting some coffee the other day at the coffee shop. And um, me and the lady were talking about uh, at the counter, we're talking about how we're going to try to avoid overdoing it. And she said, you know what I'm going to do? She said, I'm really just going to eat the sides. I'm not going to eat any beef. I'm not going to eat any turkey. I'm not going to eat any ham. She said, I'm just going to eat like the collard greens, the, 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 the mac and cheese, the stuffing. You know what I mean? She goes, that's what everybody really loves anyway, the mashed potatoes. She's like, if I eat that, I don't need any meat. And so I just want to suggest that to a lot of my folks out there because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay away from the meat too. In closing, shout out to at Dream Brand with a J. Right, got my sick kimono, my jujitsu gi, getting ready to uh, patch that up, and uh, I love it. It's so durable and so light, and I love the way it looks. I appreciate you. And another final shout out to at prideclothing.co. That's where you see that Crenshaw Grappling Club from Compton in the blue and the red. That's why it's there. You can use the word bishop and get 10% off of things at prideclothing.co. And on that note, I am out of here. This is FarsideTV.com. You are listening to Side Life Radio. You understand me? And um, 
Man, be safe out there. Stay blessed. Remember, die with your crown on. Try hard this week, every day. And understand that you may win, you may lose, but you will go down or you will take the new crown with a sense of dignity that no one can, 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 can undo, okay? You will die with your crown on. You will, remain, you will remain in and you will retain your dignity every step of the way in everything that you go forward to. So if you're trying to join a new school, if you're trying to join a new team, if you're trying to learn coding, if you're trying to study a new language, step into it. If you're ready to compete in a new sport, step into it. And know you may win, you may lose, but you will die with your crown on. You will always maintain your dignity. Whether you win or you lose, be determined to win or lose with the same dignity. Even if you win, don't win in an ugly way. Don't be disgusting. Don't be arrogant. Whether you win or lose, you die with your crown on. Memento Mori. I'm out. Farside TV. Bishop Chronicles. West Coast. Forever. Teacher, what star is that? Don't think. Don't think. Technique. <laughs>